What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to part two of our pay-per-view point predictions, double edition for this week. We are talking about NXT Deadline, which is also happening on Saturday, right after ROH Final Battle. Go back and check out the predictions post and video and everything else that goes along with that for that one. This is the breakdown of just the NXT stuff. We are going to talk about the five matches that are currently announced for it and run down our predictions and talk about what we like, what we don't like, all the other things that we normally do here for our pay-per-view point posts, uh, not post shows. We're not doing that quite yet. That's coming up on Saturday, <laughs> our pay-per-view point prediction side of things. So as per usual, we want to know what you have to say about this. Tell us your predictions and what you are most excited about, what you're hyped about and everything else like that in the comments section below on YouTube. While you're over there, make sure you are subscribed to this channel. Ring that little notification bell as well. That way you'll get that email alert when we do go live for the post show immediately after NXT deadline and hit that like button to let us know that you like this podcast. Click the share button if you want to pass this around to a friend or something you think might be interested in checking us out. And just to get some of the plugs out of the way right now, if you are looking through all those buttons on YouTube and you see that thanks button, that is a great little tip jar option. But another means for you to help us directly fund the way that we do these things are to pick up some merchandise on Redbubble or TeePublic, or you can see right next to that subscribe button on YouTube, there is a button called join. And that gives you access to the dark casts and the pick a poison tier and even just the $1 a month tier that ends up going a long way. The more people that do that, same thing as the patreon.com slash smart out moment for anybody who is interested in that. All that stuff's greatly appreciated to help us keep the lights on here, as well as filling out the fan feedback survey, which doesn't cost you even a penny to do. Just takes you a minute or so of your time to fill out where you're listening to this podcast, or if you're checking out stuff on the website, what you liked about this year in Smartout Moment, what you didn't like, what you think we can improve on, all the other things that go with a feedback survey. That's kind of the point. You fill out that questionnaire, I take into consideration what you said, and then we kind of roll along and hopefully do some great stuff in 2023. So who are we? In case you don't know, I'm Tony Mango. I'm joined by Robert DeFelice. Hello, everyone. It's <laughs> NXT like, time. Oh. I was not ready for that. I <laughs> expected him to go to count. But there is a deadline. It is NXT deadline. I'm excited for it. These two probably aren't. <laughs> and Cal Wiggins is here as well. Hang on, I thought you guys would go for five minutes and then I would come in afterwards. <laughs> and we can't tell for sure because you glitched out funny. during that. So. <laughs> uh, that he said he lied as well. He said he thought we would go for five minutes and then he'd come in afterwards because <laughs> he is the Iron Survivor of Smart Guy Moon. <laughs> so we are talking to this Iron Survivor challenge matches and a couple other things here. And um, one match we are not talking about is a match that they had set up ahead of time and decided, nah, never mind, which is Indu Share against the Creed Brothers. They put out nope. a challenge, and then they decided to not do the match. <laughs> nope, and I'm going to tell you, I told you they never said that was happening. The challenge was made, but they never bothered to say, it's official, they're going to yeah, fight. Technically speaking, they didn't, but 99 out of 100 times they do. So I was just like, all right, I'll write it down. It's that it's most likely going to happen, but not official yet. And I was surprised to see on NXT this week that they went with this whole idea that Julius Creed is not medically cleared to compete and induce share had said before that they want them at hundred percent. So 
they respectfully declined, which I was like, you know, I kind of like this direction that they're doing with a new share of them being like, we're not like evil. Like, yeah, we're heels, but we're not like, you know, complete pieces of shit. And even though I would much rather see that match than the match that they decided to put in place of it. Well, one of the matches they decided to put in place of it. The other one I think is a step up. Uh, It's kind of interesting. I'll give them that. I like it. That's not happening. I was going to go with a new share winning that match anyway, but uh, we'll see how that plays out over time. I don't think we're going to get any more matches added to this card at all. Do you guys? No, we got two at a. We got two last night. We don't need any more. Yeah, two of the matches are going twenty-five minutes each, so I think mm-hmm. it's. I think we're fine with the five we have. I'm very disappointed to see that they don't have something for three of the championships, though. Now the women's tag team titles. There's not really all that much that they can do. They have uh, five people in the Iron Survivor Challenge, so it already takes out a good portion of them, but. Uh, that wouldn't have been something that I would have been like super clamoring for anyway. I'm not the biggest fan of Katana Chance and Caden Carter's tag team title reign. Mandy Rose is just kind of setting this one out. That's kind of a shame that they're like, I don't really have anything for you. You could just take a month off. But even more so, I'm like, yeah, you know, you could do Tony D'Angelo versus Wesley for that North American Championship. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I really think that they should just announce DiJack versus Wesley. Or a triple threat with those, including Dijak. That seemed like what they were building towards, but they didn't announce it. So I guess they're going to have that play out on NXT television, or they're going to drag it out even more to maybe Vengeance Day. Seems like Vengeance Day is going to be a pay-per-view this year instead of just a special. I don't know if they're going to continue with New Year's Evil or not, but uh, I feel like it's missing, (laughs) especially when... They added Alba Fire versus Isla Dawn. I think that they should do Dijak because it's it's preset. Or maybe they want to build it more. Um, I, I don't think it's desperately missing, though. They're building the show around the Iron Survivor, John, and that's fine. Yeah, I'm not too fast either way. I don't think it would have. Yeah, maybe it would be a better match than Alpha 5 versus Island Dawn but I think all of these takeover shows or like these post takeover shows even they always have one match on it which is a not not significantly weak but there's always one which is doesn't have a title at stake but is built upon a per- rivalry so I, I don't blame them for going in that direction it means they get more women on the show as well which is usually a good thing and I mean let's remember the real reason we're not doing an NXT North American takeover uh, title match <laughs> because we can't, we don't have five people yet to do a ladder match and you can't do a ladder. You can't do an NXT North American title match without it being a ladder match. Well, you know, you're going to get that at stand and deliver. Well, there you go. So, I mean, wait a couple months until April comes around, but yeah, Wesley hasn't even vacated the title yet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Alba fire versus Isla Dawn though. It's fine. What are you complaining about? 
I'll, I'll tell you what I'm complaining about. I don't care about this feud. I've seen it a couple times on NXT UK. I don't think I'm going to see anything better <laughs> than what they did before, and none of that was worth watching to begin with. This should be a tag. Uh, this should be a TV feud at best that I would skip fit past and not even bother with then. And if you wanted to do a separate women's match to get two women's matches on the card, you could have done Zoe Stark versus Nikita Lyons. And at least that's the feud that has a little bit more zing to it. Fire and Dawn? Yeah, Dawn interrupted the last woman standing match, cost that for Alba Fire. But this doesn't matter. If Isla Dawn wins, she just beats Alba Fire and it doesn't mean anything. If Alba Fire wins, she just beat Isla Dawn for the sake of getting some revenge and it doesn't mean anything. And you can't have Fire, for instance, beat Dawn and then be like, oh, she's positioned herself back to a number one contender spot because I do not want to see Alba Fire versus Mandy Rose again. Mandy Rose is losing to whomever wins the Iron Sorrow Challenge. I will say, I thought it was going to be Nikita takes it from Mandy here, and then Zoe wins the challenge. But I'm fine with this. Like, this is, you're talking about, oh, I saw it already on NXT UK. Yeah, you and maybe five other people. It's okay. They can run this back. And it gets more women on the card. These are two that I know that, Sean is a fan of, especially Alphafire. And I assume Isla Dawn wins here because it's her first match. Or second, I guess. But Yeah, and beating Thea Hale is, you know, just a warm-up. Thea Sorry, Hale Thea. is the greatest thing on NXT <laughs> television. Do not knock <laughs> Thea Hale. Hey, Thea Hale's going to be coming up on my end-of-the-year awards for something of the best side of things. Yeah, I'm going Isla Dawn here because she just she needs to get a win to establish herself, but I do not care. <laughs> like, this is very much in that boat of I'd rather just end the pay-per-view earlier. Yeah. Oh, I think we're losing you again there, Cal. He's coming back. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, we heard was it. <laughs> it, might, it might be that way now. <laughs> it, might, it might be that way now. That's just what NXT does, too. <laughs> yeah. just the, the whole where the whole system does fall apart because i'm talking about nxt which is something i don't really care about doing but yeah i'm not i don't think this match is going to be pulling up any trees i think that's all setting for out before but i i just uh yeah it's not going to be anything special it's probably not something i'm going to remember pretty much as soon as it finishes but it's I like Abafi is one of the better wrestlers on NXT, so it's to have that have someone with a good amount of talent and ability on the wrestling women's match, especially after yeah the previous night you've watched uh, Indy Hartwell in a match. So that's <laughs> it, always a step up from that, and I'm gonna have to watch Indy Hartwell in this match as, in on this card as well. But um, yeah, I'll go with Isla Dawn winning. You need to establish her a little bit more. Abafi already has. A good amount of credibility, so it wouldn't hurt to have uh, Isla Dawn win this one. So I was going Isla Dawn, and uh, at most, the level of care is it'll be a decent enough match or something, kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Again, uh, you could do so much better just with that North American title match on the line. Uh, just do plenty other things. I'm really disappointed with that. But the other match that they added from this past week, totally different story. Uh, Pretty Deadly came out, did a little Christmas carol of sorts, 
and got interrupted by the New Day of all people. So Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston are going to be having a, an NXT Tag Team Championship match against Kit Wilson and Elton Prince. And I am interested in this match. I am interested in what they do going forward with either of them. Either Pretty Deadly wins and they get a win over an established major, major, arguably the best tag team that's ever been in WWE. Or my preference, I'd love to see the New Day win the tag team titles. And it's for a couple different reasons. One of them being, I think that that just freshens things up a little bit because you could get the New Day against people like the dyad you could get the new day against jensen and briggs you could get you know everybody that pretty deadly has already fought you get a whole new thing with the new day you get a bump in the ratings because you've got main roster established talent popping up on nxt and you also have them make a little bit of history because the at this right point the Revival are the only teams that have ever won the NXT, Raw, and SmackDown tag team titles. The Usos just beat the New Day's record for the longest title reign. A little bit of compensation, they become the other team that wins the Raw, SmackDown, and NXT tag team titles. I think that's the better way to do it, but I'm still going to go with Pretty Deadly Retaining. I don't I don't need to follow any specific rule here. So I said the new day should win because it is the much more fresh option. You can get some fun matches like new day against Creed brothers, new day against the dyad new day against. And do share could be the ones that end up beating Car- the new day. Carmelo, and- let's back up here. Carmelo against Kofi. Never yeah. mind the new day. Like <laughs> Carmelo against Kofi would be a lot of fun to watch. New Day against Carmelo and Trick. Hell of a match to watch. For that matter, Kofi against Braun. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> play play around with them on NXT TV for a couple of weeks and see what happens. And then Kofi can go do his thing in the Rumble and they can be back on the main roster in time for me. I do like that the supposed uh, way of freshening things up here is to put the title on a tag team that's been around since 2014. It freshens things up for the new day and for the brand. Yeah. Secondly, one of these guys was WWE champion three years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I made, I made that joke on Twitter. I said, what is former WWE champion Kofi Kingston doing in the NXT zone? <laughs> and so the match will be great because new day are great. And I really like pretty deadly. I think they're, a, they're for a team that has obviously, been tag team champion twice already in NXT. I think they're a bit underrated. I think they go under people's radar. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they're good in the ring. They're great characters. I would like to see more of feud for this, rather than just rather than just New Day showing up on the go home show and saying, "Yeah, we'll be we'll fight for the NXT tag team titles." They could have had some like really good singles matches. Kofi's great. Xavier's great in singles matches, so they can have some. Nice matches building up to it. I think there'd be a lot of good character work between the two of them. I think Pretty Deadly could like mock their attire or gimmicks or like pretend to be throwing pancakes out, but it's not actually pancakes. It's like really like much like fancier artisan pancakes or things like that. And out they're just eating them themselves because you know why would they give the the common people those types of pancakes? Yeah, I think there's there's a um, there is a feud here. 
they, there's really good characters involvement. And so just to plonk it on at the end of the show, yeah, it's, it's good to have it, but I wish it could have been so much more. Again, that's probably a lot we said with a lot of the Ring of Honor show as well. So, so at least they're at least they're consistent on that in that in that sense. So, I think that Pretty Deadly should retain, just because I don't think the New Day should be on NXT. It feels weird. Like this, this to me um, feels a lot like the Casey Katana chance and. Uh, uh, Kane Carter match against Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. Obviously, a far less established team, but this is a good opportunity to just have, yeah, Pretty Deadly, who established themselves by beating a top WWE team. They're just here for like a one and done angle, and then can go back up to the main roster afterwards. That could very much be the thing. They just go, look, we don't really have a team right now for Pretty Deadly. Hey, Xavier. Hey, Kofi. I- you guys interested yeah, in popping down for one episode of NXT and the pay-per-view on Saturday? And then they go, yeah, okay. Could just be that. That's what they did with Ricochet. Mm-hmm. They did that with Ricochet. And Ricochet's now going on to the Intercontinental title rematch with uh, Gunter. And then, but yeah, he was just down to put over Kamala Hayes. So, you know, they could just do that here. I think if I were in those shoes of wanting to just put a tag team in there for the sake of it, and not actually have the title change hands or anything. I probably would have gone with a different tag team. I don't know exactly who necessarily off the top of my head, but like maybe the street of profits would have been where I would have gone. Maybe have, um, you know, I mean, there's, there's a couple different ways you could do it. If you want to really mess around with the rosters, but a lot of people are heels. So a lot of them don't really translate quite the same. You can't have like, you know, Jinder Mahal and Shanky pop up and do that and not seem weird. But if the uh, game plan is to have new tag team champions, you can't go wrong with the new day. So even if they're just champions for like two days and they lose on Tuesday, I, I mean, they could, cool. they could pretty much lose it at vengeance day. And I'd be like, you know, you gave them a little shot in the arm. Cool. Or they could carry that on all the way through to stand and deliver even. And then really it's not that long. If you think about it, because the alternative is at least get them something through January, maybe because the alternative is four more weeks of Kofi going, what am I going to do in the rumble? How am I going to save myself? At least this gives them, you know, a boost. It gives them something to do as a team. And in the Royal Rumble too, people are what, like, let's put, be honest. I mean, some people watch the Royal Rumble and they haven't watched anything in months. So you see Kofi Kingston pop up at the Royal Rumble and he comes in with the NXT Tag Team Championship and they go, by the way, Kofi Kingston is uh, half of the Tag Team Champions over NXT. Watch that on Tuesday nights. People might go, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll check out NXT if they just are a casual in that way. I think it's a smart decision. So I'm hoping that that's where they go, but I don't think that that's necessarily the case. <laughs> I feel a little bit more like Pretty Deadly's just here to... Or uh, that the new day's here to just kind of put over pretty deadly a little bit, but I'm I want to be rooting for the new day at least. So I'm going pretty deadly. What about you, Rob? I'm going new day. Callum, pretty deadly. Now the women's survivor challenge or women's iron survivor challenge, I should say. The five members of that are Cora Jade, Indy Hartwell, Kiana James, Roxanne Perez, and Zoe Stark. One of these things is not like the others. 
because Roxanne Perez is the, not like the other. <laughs> Roxanne Perez is the only baby face in here. Now, technically Indy Hartwell is sort of in a tweener spot right now. She has been teasing that she is going to go full blown heel, but she hasn't. She even had a thing with Mandy Rose where she's like, you know, I'm coming for your championship and all, but I can't see under any circumstances, Cora Jade winning this Keanu James winning it or Zoe Stark winning it. It has to be either Indy Hartwell or Roxanne Perez. And if they go with Indy, I think the only reason why is because they want to stall. Like Indy gets this title shot. She has a match with Mandy on television. And then that's what sends her over the edge is that she loses that. But I think it's more so just look, go with the Roxanne thing. You already did it before, but you found your way back around to it. I'm going Roxanne wins this. And I think that this and the other match, the men's match are going to be clusterfucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm concerned about how this match is going to go. It's, again, I know I harp on uh, Indy Hartwell, but it's more about just the whole structure of the match. It's a completely new concept of a match. And throwing, especially like Indy's been wrestling for, well, wrestling in WWE for like two years. So she's, she's decent, but um, she still has a few areas where she's still quite green. Kiana is definitely green. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cora is good, but she's also like still fairly inexperienced. Same can be said for Roxanne, even though I think Roxanne is well ahead of her years in terms of ability. Zoe Stark is the most stable and steady hand in this. But even so, when you're going through all of these ridiculous pinfalls and there's people spending minutes in a penalty box and like people going in and out of the match at different times, I think this is going to be disastrous. And I also think the men's match is going to be slightly bizarre as well. But it will be made up for the fact that I think there's more capable workers in that match than in this one. Yeah, they've been at it longer. Like, you know, yeah. somebody like a Joe Gacy was on the indie scene well before NXT, for instance. Yeah. Having, having said that, I think that Roxanne is the obvious choice. I think that that's the one that you should be building. The I don't say the future of the women's division round, but she should be one of the core components of NXT's 2023 for the women's division and then eventually potentially being moved up to the main roster but yeah she is very good i think that she should be the person well that one of two things there was a large part of me going into this is the mindset of that she should be the one to defrone mandy rose because she's a fresh face and though she's been around for the better part of the year so far but she still feels relatively fresh and it'd be good to have a kind of very clear baby face be the champion after Manny Rose has been champion for well over a year. Uh, but I saw actually a thing on Twitter which has got me interested in Manny Rose's title reign for the first time in pretty much since it started. Which is apparently, as of um, Stand and Deliver next year, well, 2023. This Stand April, yeah. April 1st. Yeah. Uh, Manny Rose will be at the exact date of NXT Women's Champion that Asuka was. And so my um, so after hearing that, my mind just immediately goes to, okay, that's easy. You book Mandy versus Oscar at Stand and Liver, and you have Oscar beat Mandy Rose for the championship. Now that's something I would totally be down for. <laughs> yeah. So oh, uh, I don't want four more months of Mandy. Like where? 
No, I don't want it either. But if it's leading to eventually, like, eventually she's going to have to lose. That's always the, the thing there. <laughs> and realistically, even though I, I'd be happy with Roxanne Perez being champion, I'd be happy with, well, I mean, realistically, Roxanne's probably the only one. Zoe, I would be happy with, but she's going into a feud with Nikita Lyon, so it doesn't make any sense for her to win this one. Um, Cora's good as, as well, but again, it doesn't make any sense for her to be challenging Mandy Rose. And Kiana's no chance, and Indy has a chance, but I wouldn't be happy with her. Like, if it's all been building up for Mandy Rose to drop the title to Indy Hartwell, then it might as well not have happened, as far as I'm concerned. But... Yeah, so if we are not going to go with that plan, which seems like it's a far-flung thing, then we should have Roxanne win and she beats Maddie Rose for it by early next... Well, at least maybe the, either the end of this year or early next year. But, but uh, yeah, that'll be my prediction, Roxanne wins. And you're going like, Roxanne as well, Rob? I like a lot of the women in this match. I think uh, Zoe Stark, if I was... I already said if I was booking this, I would have had Nikita beat Mandy here and Zoe Stark wins. I think Zoe Stark is the best women's wrestler of the bunch. Roxanne and Cora right behind her. Um, Roxanne makes the most sense, but I feel very weird that they had Indy have that moment. Like they could have had anyone have that moment, especially if you want to set up Roxanne. Roxanne could have had that moment. They are in a unique spot where. Everybody except Kiana at least has a history with Mandy. So it's not too out of the question, even if they went with someone like Cora, because they all have history together. But I'm going to, I'll play it safe and play it smart and say Roxanne wins and then Roxanne takes the belt from her. Honest to God, I, I like the idea. The Oscar idea sounds fun, but it's been over 400 days. We don't need any more of Mandy Rose. I don't think it's set in stone that if Roxanne wins this, that she beats Mandy either. That's, see, but that's no. a problem then. Then in that case, give it to Indy. That's why I think that there's a chance that Indy might win. And it also might be a situation where they have Roxanne win this and then Indy costs her the match against Mandy. Like Indy's just so pissed about Roxanne winning the iron survivor challenge that she ends up being like, you know, okay, I'm going to turn heel by screwing you over. And then we get Roxanne versus Indy for a little bit around like that February range. And then, but then it becomes Roxanne has to beat Mandy. Cause that'd be the second time someone screwed her out of the women's title. No, I think then they just potentially move on and it's either Nikita or no, because then you're not, you can't just move on from that. If you're going to do that, if you, you're They've done it. Get screwed over again. They've done it plenty of times. Look Sorry, at what happened with the uh, the Trent Seven and uh, Tyler Bate thing, where it's like it all seemed like it was like okay, well then Tyler Bate's not going to win that championship because Trent Seven, you know, has been leading up to that, and it's like now nah, yeah, Bate they, wins they and they fire. What they were doing at that point, they knew what they were doing with NXT. So it's like I don't put them past anything that doesn't make sense, even in this new regime. So there's a part of me that's like you know I. I'd say about like uh I'm about thirty percent indie and about seventy percent Roxanne. No chance for the other ones. If they go with it, like if Keanu James wins this, I'm gonna be completely floored. But again, uh, we'll see. Uh, Brooks Jensen's got a VIP ticket. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the men's Iron Survivor Challenge, which 
I think we all kind of are in agreement about this. I said it and Callum said it. I think Rob probably will echo it too. This will be just a mess too. Significantly, <laughs> This will be significantly better. It'll be better, but it'll still be a mess. And yeah, better mess. Yeah. I do not understand why Axiom is in this match. He doesn't stand a chance to go up against well, Braun Breaker or Apollo Crews and be a credible threat. So he's just here to do some flips. You, said. You, you don't see. Yeah, exactly. You know exactly why he's in this match. He's there to keep the pace of the match going. Yeah, but I just don't see. It's like, okay, well, it, clearly he's not going to win. So just push him to the side. I think. Uh, what's that? You need, to, you need to have Axiom win because then you can do a whole promo segment about how the numbers don't lie. And they build a disaster for your sacrifice. You know what? <laughs> He's on to something. The, uh, they said on NXT commentary last night, uh, when Axiom won the wild card match and the, uh, Vic Joseph had said something like the golden ratio was, uh, like it worked out for Axiom or something. And, um, Caroline wasn't paying too much attention. So she's like, is his name golden ratio? Is that the character's name? And I'm like, you know, it'd be, it'd be just the same. Like Axiom isn't a name that's like standing out as super great anyway, but golden ratio would be great, especially cause he was wearing a green outfit. So it wouldn't make even any more sense, but the I look at this ratio is the name of his finisher. Yeah. But yes. Um, so I think this is one of those things where look, Joe Gacy had his multiple shots against Braun breaker. He's not going to win this. He shouldn't at the very least. JD McDonough just had a, like three matches against Braun breaker. He shouldn't win it either. It's either Carmelo Hayes or Grayson Waller. And they haven't said when the Iron Survivor Challenge championship match will happen. It could happen on NXT television, could happen on New Year's Evil, could happen at Vengeance Day. Vengeance Day is not that far off. Think about it. It's going to be seven weeks. February 3rd is something that you can build those seven weeks or they can feel like they're a long time, but they could also breeze by. They're going to record two episodes of NXT for the 20th and the 27th next week. And I don't think that we're going to get necessarily like, okay, well, on the the December 27th episode is when the title match is going to happen, but it could. So I look at Hayes and Waller and I think there's a chance one of them has a match at Vengeance Day. And I think the other person is probably going to get the stand and deliver match. And between those two i could see either of them being the next champion so it wouldn't shock me if either of them won this and lost or either of them won this and won and i keep kind of bouncing around between the two but i'm leaning more towards grayson waller winning this part of me thinks waller is going to win this match lose to Braun breaker and come up to the main roster after wrestlemania whereas hayes is going to find his way back around to getting the number one contender spot and he'll beat Braun Breaker at stand and deliver. Which by the way, NXT championship match, we might as well lump it in here. Braun Breaker versus Apollo Crews. Yeah, there's a chance that Apollo Crews wins, but I think this is just Braun Breaker retaining. (laughs) I am offended that you're not spending minutes talking about the diner and And the the fishing fishing and the (laughs) This was so dumb. Braun Breaker wins. Um, <laughs> back to the match that matters. I think that quite a few people have shot here, actually. I think Joe Gacy has a shot. I think, yes, you already had that match. You can make the same argument for Roxanne. And Joe Gacy's got the schism, and the schism's got Rock's daughter. So yeah. there's always going to be eyes on the schism at this point. 
I think Axiom's there to flip, and that's okay. <laughs> that's all he's there to flip, and to potentially get into the penalty box and flip his way out of the box too. <laughs> and then I think uh, I'm forgetting the, the fifth person in the match because it's Waller Jay Hayes, Jaden McDonough. Yeah, fuck him. Okay, <laughs> um, he's not gonna win. They did that shit way too much. So it comes down to Waller and Hayes, and got into my head, I'd like Hayes to be the one to win it. Because he can brag about being the first ever Iron Survivor challenge winner. However, I'd like to see Carmelo Hayes be standing tall at the end of stand and deliver as the new NXT champion. I'm okay with them doing it sooner. But I think if you're going to have it, you're probably going to have it at stand and, at a stand and deliver. It comes down to who do they want to keep to build their brand around? Who they think needs more seasoning? And who are they willing to lose? Two out of those three boxes are probably checked by Waller more than Hayes because they probably would feel more comfortable building the brand around Hayes and not losing him yet to try to help the NXT brand feel special. So I'm going to say Waller wins here and then he loses to Breaker. But I think... Waller goes up, Hayes wins the title at Stand and Deliver because he needs to be your new Adam Cole. He needs to be your new Gargano. He's the guy. If you want to make NXT something special again, you build it around Carmelo Hayes. Yes. So I'm pretty much in agreement. There are probably only two main favorites for this one. I think the match itself will be be better than the women's one because there's just people that have got more experience but it's still i'm still just not so this iron survivor challenge is going to work and just how disjointed it's going to be the one thing for even on the women's match or the men's match is if they need to desperately pin someone towards the end of the match and they just run out of time and then they just have to have someone someone okay this person technically one even though they shouldn't be that that'd be funny and so, yeah, I'm always looking forward to some kind of botch of that nature. But I think if it all goes according to plan, you probably should go Carmelo Hayes. And I don't really see the issue with Carmelo Hayes winning this, beating Bron Breaker in the next couple of weeks or month or so, and then defending it and beating Bron Breaker again at Stand and Deliver. I don't think that that's out of the question. Uh, Grayson Waller could be a nice stand in instead to just be a guy to lose to uh, Bron Breaker on the path to Carmelo Hayes getting his title shot. But I think that's, that, yeah, that, that's a definite possibility because Grayson Waller is, is pre-built for the main roster. Like, he, he belongs on the main roster. He belongs on the main roster. He belongs in a partnership with The Miz, and then he eventually he surpasses The Miz. Like, The Miz, like the, the, you build a story about Grayson Waller being The Miz's next project. And then eventually Grayson Waller surpasses him or just takes the spotlight for himself. So that's that's where I think you would go. Uh, in which case, I probably am leaning more towards Grayson Waller because you give Bron Breaker a victory. You have Carmelo Hayes, then take him on afterwards. And I'm obviously saying Bron Breaker because there's no way that Apollo Crews is bringing Bron Breaker. Yeah. <laughs> unless, they go, unless it's a fishing match they're having instead. <laughs> Who knows? It was a staring contest, and Apollo Crews stares into his soul. 
Yeah, this vision of uh, Apollo Crews becoming the new champion is not going to play out that way. Like, there's a chance. Let's be honest. There's a chance that they brought him in there to be the guy that beats Braun Breaker. But Breaker lost to Dolph Ziggler. I don't think they're going to go back into that whole main roster person comes and beats Breaker thing again. This is more so Breaker gets another guy that can lose and... Yeah, it's a strong win. I mean, he's a former Intercontinental Champion, a former United States Champion. Breaker beating him doesn't completely neuter Apollo Crews for the future. It's not like he's like, at that point, he'll never win another match again in his life or something. He's not you know, uh, losing to Gilberg here or something. And they just kind of move on. And they, like, Braun Breaker is probably not going to lose this belt until Stan and Deliver. So the Iron Survivor Challenge person you almost have to kind of pick who do you think is going to win and then lose. <laughs> you know what I mean? As opposed to the Roxanne Perez thing, which is there's a good chance that she does beat Mandy Rose. Cause I don't know if they're going to necessarily want to go with the idea that both champions lose at stand and deliver. They might, they've done it in the past, but I think, uh, I think Waller makes a lot of sense. He's is somebody to watch out for. And, we all seem to be kind of in agreement there. It's potentially Waller versus Breaker coming forward. So nuts to, uh, to Cruz and Axiom and McDonough and Gacy. <laughs> but we'll figure that out on Saturday night. Of course, this is going to start at 730 for the pre-show where they're going to draw the order for the Iron Survivor Challenge uh, gauntlet and determine who's going to start things off and you know who's going to have to wait until the very end of the match to rush around and get some pinfalls and such but as they do that we will do the breakdown of the pay-per-view on the website as per usual and we will do the post show immediately following nxt deadline so stay tuned for that we will have that up on youtube and elsewhere eventually but the live stuff is only on youtube so if are if you're listening to this on amazon music or spotify or something I highly suggest going over to YouTube, subscribing, ringing that little notification bell, and joining us live for that because you can chime in with your thoughts then instead of after the fact. And if anything changes in the meantime, we will address that on the hot tags, but since NXT already aired, I highly, 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 highly doubt it. So that is the breakdown of NXT deadline as it is, and we hope that you enjoyed this. Make sure that you are following us on Facebook and Twitter at SmartOutMoment. Make sure that you are going to smartcomama.com and seeing what's happening over there. Going to fanboysanonymous.com and checking out everything on the blue brand. Following, liking, sharing, subscribing, hitting up that Patreon and you know the YouTube channel membership for that. And go to amangotree.com and see everything else that's happening on all the other links that are there, including just following me on something like Twitter on uh, the at Tony Mango side of things. But follow what these guys are up to too. And show them some love. Yep, you can follow me everywhere at Dude Felice. You can check out my work on Fightful, WrestleZone, Inside the Ropes. I'm sure all three of those websites will be covering the show in great detail. Specifically Fightful, because I'm the one that's going to be covering it in great detail. And I'm sure Shawn Michaels will do a, a press conference afterwards, so... Stick around for what HBK has to say. Stick around for whatever Tony Khan had to say after Final Battle. And check out the results of that show. And just keep supporting. And I appreciate it always. And now I give you a Kelm. Follow me on Twitter at Wigmeister14. 
if you want to see my writings on the Smart Camo website, the Power Rankings is where you want to go. That's my weekly contribution where I rank the WWE wrestlers from 10 to 1. And you could find out probably some uh, events that will take place. Actually, not this week's one. It will actually check out this week's one, obviously. Don't, don't, don't take it out. <laughs> but uh, next week's one will have, uh, we'll have had some of the fallout from uh, uh, Deadline in it. So you'll see whether uh, probably the winners of the Iron Survivor challenges will be on that. So make sure you check that one out. And you can also follow the Fantasy League because people that win those five challenges might pick out some extra bonus points. And that will help uh, the relevant people or any of us three uh, pick up more points on our journey towards WrestleMania and being the crown the victor. I'm going to win. You you fucking watch. <laughs> you. <laughs> I wonder if that's even mathematically possible. I can't do the math axiom. We'd have to find out whether that's actually possible or not. But, Roman uh, Reigns is going to beat Cody and The Rock in the same weekend, and I'm going to get the jillion points. You, you'll see. I'd say that in order for that to happen, he'd have to beat them every single week for every week up until WrestleMania, probably. And he just might. We'll, and he we'll, just might. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. So follow that on everyone's Spark moment or check or go directly to www.fantasyleague.com. All right, everybody. That's it for the pay-per-view point predictions for both ROH Final Battle and NXT Deadline. As I said, go back and check out the Final Battle stuff if you're interested in that on the previous episode. And stay tuned for both of those pay-per-view point post shows coming up Saturday. And then... Hey, we're right towards that end of the year. So next week, we've got a follow-up of the mock draft that we had done last week for your main event. And we're going to be recording our end of the year awards. So we got a lot coming your way. Stay tuned for all that stuff by subscribing and we will see you then. But for now, this has been another Smart Out moment and we are being counted out.